Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
survive and reign with Christ for eternity. I conquered fear and oppression and survived depression and many hardships. The angel of the Lord pursue and persecute all the enemies of my soul. Bind all principalities and powers operating over and within my life. In the name of Jesus, I bind all wickedness in high places. May the Word of God remain forever and ever and ever. May His light shine upon the darkest places. For He has conquered death. Amen. O oh Lord, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, manifest yourself in your power. Let every power challenging the power of God in my life be disgraced. disgraced. Yes. Let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. You are in my right hand, I shall not be moved. You are my fortress, refuge. Despite of danger or hardship, we are more than conquerors. Through Him who loved us, Amen. Oh Lord, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, manifest Yourself in Your power. Let every power challenging the power of God in my life be disgraced. disgraced. Yes. Let every satanic plan that concerns my life be rendered a failure. I will reign with Christ for all of eternity. Yes, I will survive and I will reign with Christ through all of eternity. Amen. Amen. Amen.
in secret I was conceived in the womb you fashioned me I was in you from eternity written in the books of destiny you formed my inner parts you covered me up inside your eyes saw my substance your words were in my
worthy, worthy, worthy. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive all glory and honor unto thee. We thank you for tonight. You always come through for us. You are always there when we need you the most. You're there for us. When we need more of your anointing, more of your peace, more of your joy, you're there for us. When we don't know what way to turn, you're there. When we are sad, you're there. When we're confused, you're there. It's an honor to be part of your kingdom. It's an honor to be part of your life. It's an honor that you have chosen us before the foundation of the world. Lord, we thank you for the miracles that are happening every single day. We thank you for the testimonies. We thank you for the healing that are taking place. We thank you, Father God, because you are setting the captives free every day. And we honor you. We give you the praise. Thank you for your faithfulness, for your mercy, for your grace. When we don't know where to turn, you're there. When you look around and see the things that are happening in this world, we know that you're in control. Because you're God, and no one will ever take control over you. Even though it seems that way many times, but we know in whom we have believed. And we know that you're able to keep that which we have committed to you, Lord. Father, we pray for families today. Thank you for the unity supernatural unity. Restoration. Reconciliation. We thank you, Father, because you are uniting the families, restoring and reconciling them back to you. Lord, you know our needs. You know our desires. You know our wants. You know the questions that are inside of us that no one can answer but only you. 
We are trusting in you because you are the only true God. Because you, beside being our father, you are our husband. You are the one that stays with us, that guides us, that speaks to us. You are the only one that is so close that we can feel your presence, that we can feel your love, that we can feel your power. Holy Spirit, we need the power of the Holy Spirit to do what you have called us to do. Tonight we declare that there will be supernatural healings, supernatural restoration, that our minds will be open and that our heart will be ready to receive from you, Lord. You are God. We declare tonight that you are the only true God, that there is no, no one like you We declare that you are in control of this world. We declare that your timing is perfect. We declare that we have been made whole by the power of God in us. We declare that our steps are ordered by you. We declare that you are the love of our life. And we declare that we will bow down to you until the end. Holy Spirit, powerful, loving. Thank you. Prepare our hearts to receive. Are we ready? Lord, show us what are the things that we need to be doing in these last days. How do you want us to prepare? What are the things that are important to you? Show us the things that we should be doing and those things that you don't want us to do. Take anything away that it is distracting us from our destiny. Take anything or anyone away from us 
that is going to be now or in the future, a stumbling block. Lord, is sad because we really don't believe you. We profess, but deep inside our heart, we're not acting. Purely before you, Lord. Even though we said we want to please you, Lord, no, that's not true. We want to please ourselves. We do things that I want to do. Have mercy on us tonight, Lord. Have your way, have your way, have your way in each one of us, Lord. Today we ask you to forgive us, Lord, for continuing to do what we want. Like you said, saying I have peace about it. And you might, we might have peace about it. But what about God? Is this part of my journey? Or this is just my flesh? Lord, every day we sin and we ask you to forgive us. Please forgive us, Lord. The world is in turmoil because we are in turmoil. Father, we humbly come before you and ask you sincerely from our heart to do whatever it takes for us to be obedient unto you. for us to be able to fulfill your plan and purpose. Not to fulfill my desires, but your desires. I declare that everyone that is listening to this podcast now or in the future, I declare them blessed. I declare them healed. Those that lack peace, Lord, I declare peace over them. Those that have questions, Father God, that as they come into your presence with thanksgiving, that his questions, Father God, will be answered. I believe that sometimes you don't answer us because you already know that we're going to do what we want to do. I believe that sometimes, even though your desire is to give us the best, you don't do it because you know 
that deep in our hearts we have already made the decision. We continue to make decisions without asking it. But we continue to confess that you're first. Lord, forgive us because that's not the truth. I bless everyone under the sound of my voice. I don't know them, but they are my sisters, my brothers, and they are your sons and daughters. As you speak tonight, as I share what you have put in my heart, I know that by the end of the podcast, we will never be the same. Maybe it's not what we want to hear, but it is what you want them to hear. We adore you. And we don't take this lightly that we can come together and sit at your feet and receive from you. You are our God. You are our husband. You are our father. You are our savior. In you there is everything we need. Sometimes we're looking outside of you. When in you, everything we need is, and it will always be. Lord, thank you. Father, I don't have anything to say other than the things that you have put in my heart. Don't let me say anything that it is not of you. Don't let me say anything that it is not the right time. Let your glory be filled in this place. Fill us with your glory, Lord. With your love, compassion, as we become one with you. In Jesus' mighty name, Holy Spirit, you know, are part of this podcast. Thank you for your approval. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for having mercy on us as we go day by day. In Jesus' We rejoice today. You are God, mighty and powerful. And only in you we trust. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I am going to share. what the Lord has put in my heart. 
and I hope that uh, it's going to be a blessing for you as it is for me. I can only give you what God gives me. I can only share with you my own experiences and what the Lord was telling me last uh, Saturday that as we hear what God is doing in people's life, what He's doing in the atmosphere, that is going to help us prepare ourselves to receive miracles and signs and wonders. Because this time of miracles, signs and wonders like never before. So I'll share that uh, let's see, last uh, Friday after the program, I needed to prepare the next day for a, the surgery in my hand, the hand surgery. And I was praying and asking the Lord, Lord, if this surgery is from you, or should I cancel? And he never answered in words. But what happened to me is something very, very unique that I have never gone through before. I felt that in my body, there was such a peace and the only way that I can say peace, because it is not, it's, it's beyond the word peace. And even though I couldn't fall asleep, I was there and it was like, maybe God was doing something inside my body, but I was awake but maybe I was asleep. It was something that I cannot explain. And I just, I couldn't speak. I was just laying there and I know that I am awake, but I also know that I was asleep and I couldn't fall asleep, but I was awake. And I was asleep, but I was awake. It was something very, very unique. And the reason that that came is because I have been asking him before the surgery, is this of you? Or do you want me to stop it? It is an experience that I have never had before. Not even when I went to heaven, not even when my body, my, I had a, a out of the body experience, never, never before. So I did not sleep until maybe the morning, early morning. And uh, I went to 
the for the surgery. And everyone was very, 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 very special, including the doctor, uh, the anesthesiologist, every, everyone, the nurses, everyone was special. But I still wondering, even when I was laying there, I was saying, Lord, if this is not of you, don't let me do it. Can I put my experience, experience into words? No, I can't. I can't because there is no word that I know of that can describe the goodness of God and the mercy of God. The next day, I, I had the surgery, it went well. I uh, came back home and I was just still, you know, talking to the Lord. And uh, I made a comment and I said, Lord, you said that you will never leave us or forsake us. And he, of course, said, of course, but this is the revelation that he gave me and I'll share with you because I'm not a hundred percent clear, even though I am. And in my look, or you might hear this and say, mm, this is what he said to me. He said, that his love for us cannot be comprehended by anyone because there are no words for us to express how much he loved us. And he says, people know me and they say that I am his father. They know me as a father. And he said, I want you to see this in the natural. Your father at age 18, when you're age 18, your father no longer has a responsibility for you. Which is true. Anything that you do after you are 18. So being a father, and I'm talking in the natural, it has a deadline. concerning the law and concerning the father responsibility for you. And he said to me, but when I am a husband, my responsibility 
never ends. Because when you married, we know that in the natural, if you don't like it, you get a divorce. But in the spiritual, you can never get a divorce. And he said to me, as a husband, I have a responsibility with my bride forever and ever. And I know that we have a bad image of a marriage because of everything that is going on. But I don't want you to see it that way because God is calling us today or Saturday when he spoke to me because he wants to be our husband. Being a husband that is not ending like a father because he will be a husband forever. And even in the natural, the husband has to support the wife until she remarried. And we're talking in the natural. But God wants us to invite him into our lives and for him to be a husband forever. Because there is no deadline. There is no ending. He will be our husband because he's coming for the bride. And the Lord says, many people sees me, uh, sees me as the father, but there is a time in our lives when being a father is going to end. And the next step is just being a husband. A husband, that he is our husband and he's going to be our husband forever and ever. And he's inviting us he's asking us can I be your husband? That's why he's coming for the bride. But unless we see it the way that he wants us to see it. We will never have that relationship that it is beyond a father. He will never, he promised, he will never leave us or forsake us. But in order for us to see it, we need to receive a supernatural love that only comes from a husband. That adores the bride and we are his bride. So what he desires from us is that we pray. 
for God to show individually that revelation about being our husband. For us to have an image totally different to what we see in the natural. To know that he is my husband and he will never leave me. No matter what, he will never leave me. Which is not what is happening in the natural. But he's inviting us to know him as a husband. To know him in a different way, a different kind of love. And then he told me to go and uh, read the, um, uh, as soon as I remember, I tell you, the Song of Solomon. He said, read the book. Because we need to, in this time, in this time, we cannot only know him as a father. It's not going to be enough. So he desired for us to start seeing him as our husband because he's coming for his bride. That was a unique revelation for me. But the emphasis, it is that there is a love that is beyond anything that can be explained that comes from us seeing him as our husband. It's a very unique love. And he wants us to experience that unique love because he is love. But they are different levels of love. The love of a father and, and this is revelation from him because I didn't see it that way. But now he wants us to see him as the husband, which is never the same love that we have for a father. It's different. And the question is, so how do I get there? The only way that I can explain to you is by saying to him, I am your bride and I want to know you as my husband. Show me, Lord, that love that at this time I cannot even comprehend or understand. But I want to understand that love. Because remember, the husband is there to protect us. The husband, according to the word of God, is the one that is going to guide us. And for us that have had bad experiences and sometimes divorce, 
That is very, very hard. But God says today that it is not impossible to know him as your husband. That he desired for us to have an understanding of who a husband should be. Because that's what he wants to be for each one of us. And I pray, I pray for myself and I pray for all of you, that we will come to know that love. That is not going to be easy because of our own experiences in the natural. But God is inviting us. And the only thing that we need to do is say, yes, Lord, you're inviting me to be my husband and to know that love that I have never had before or known before. And I accept it. I give my life to you, Lord. And I desire to know you as my husband, to partake of that supernatural love And it is up to God and up to you to seek your lover with all your heart. I never, never knew about this. This was through a surgery, through an experience. One thing that I noticed in my life that whenever I am seeking for something, for it, I'll say a different level in God, it will be very hard to show up. But when you're not doing anything and you relax in his presence, then he will show up and give you understanding share a mystery with you that will change your life forever. I believe with all my heart that this mystery will change anybody's life forever because God wants to take us to a, to a different level. He wants us to know him as a husband, which is something that I myself cannot even comprehend. But I want it. I want to see and to partake of different love from God. And for that, I surrender. I ask God to circumcise my heart. My question now, not before, but this is what just came to my mind is, why is God eager for us to know him 
as a husband. Why is behind the last days and knowing him as a husband? I believe that there is something to it. I believe that he has a plan. And that is very, very important for us to know this love that comes from him as a husband. And I'll say here today, because he's listening, that even though I do not understand, I know that it's important to him. And it is important to him but it's important for us to know him as a husband. Maybe because of the persecution, maybe because when we see him as a husband, we know that we know that he's gonna protect us. Maybe it's because we, we will understand a little bit better a love of a husband through him and his love, whatever the reason is, this is a revelation that the Lord gave me. And I wanted to share with you. Now together, we're gonna believe God and we're going to desire above all things to know him as our husband. The one that will never leave us or forsake us, a husband that will never divorce us, a husband that will never beat us up, a husband that will never mistreat us, a husband that will not abandon us, and a husband that will be a real husband because he will be the head of the home. Think about it. Maybe God will give you a revelation. Maybe God will show you something, share with us. And you see, all of this came because of a surgery. And we know that the word of God says that he will take the foolish things of the, of the earth. And maybe at that time it was, it's just a, a surgery, but God had a plan. I have never been the same after that day, because my question is, how do I get to know him as my husband? How can I put to the side all my bad experiences? What we see in the world. And I pray 
that this will be to set us free totally, that we only need him, that he will never leave us or forsake us, that he is going to be there for us no matter what, that in the midst of the turmoil in the last days, we can count on him, that he will always be next to us, that he will be the head over us and that he will protect us that he will be able to do whatever it takes for us to fulfill our destiny. Father, we surrender all to you. We surrender all to you. Our desires, our, our wants, our plans, our ministry, our life, our destiny, we surrender to you because we have seen you as a father, but now you want us to see you as our husband. And we are in the journey we cannot even comprehend the kind of love that you will show us just because we believe in you and we trust you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. We honor you. Circumcise our heart, Father. Prepare us for what's coming. We need you. We need you, Lord. We adore you, Father God. You're everything to us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Today, the podcast um, was about, are you ready? Even though it has been a difficult uh, week for me, I'll say uncomfortable. Um, I had to say to the Lord, I said, Lord, I need to empty myself of self and I have to let you. And I just see his hands in a very, very special way. Everything I do Everything that I have to do for him is always a miracle. I don't think that I will, I can continue on with the responsibility. It was not because he keeps me going every single day. 
But one of the things that is in God's heart, I always say, Lord, what do you want me to talk about? And in his heart, it's the same thing. Are they ready? What about their destiny? Are they fulfilling their, their destiny? Are they obedience to me? Have they, have they been guided by me or by my, or by their soul? And I ask God all the time, this is not just for you, this is for me. Usually, when anyone is talking to you, it's what is inside that person. I cannot give you anything that God hasn't given to me. So the title was, are you ready? And I am saying to myself, people are tired of listening to the same thing over and over again. But God that loves us with an everlasting love, continue to talk about the same thing because he wants us to make sure that we are prepared for what's coming. I don't think that none of us will be prepared for what's coming. None of us. And maybe that's why we need to know him as not only a father, not only as my deliverer, not only as the one that support me, but we need to know him as a husband. What it's in my heart when I ask the, myself the questions, are you ready? is this many, many, many people are deceived into thinking that they are right with God. And in fact, they are not right with God. I want you to think about it. When we, when I became born again, many, many years ago, I was told that the only thing I had to do, it, it was a little bit different for me because I was, I became born again by watching a movie. But I know after the movie, I had to pray a prayer. And what I feel now is that We, all of us, need to make sure that the people that recited that prayer, the people that repeated that prayer, the 
the people that join a church, a people that did or doing good works are really saved. Because the only thing that I remember is telling you and me that you needed to recite the prayer, and we did. And then you needed to join a Bible-believing church. And then you needed to serve and you needed to do good works. Okay, so we all been there, but now I feel that our calling, your calling, my calling, everybody's calling is to make sure that those people that pray that prayer, that join the church, that are doing good works, that they're saved. I want you to think about it. So instead of, it doesn't matter who it is, the person. We need to find a way. This is what God is calling us to do. We need to find a way to talk to that person and make sure that that person has a relationship with God. That that person has a personal relationship with the Lord. We were told to turn away from sin. We repented for the things we were doing. We did everything that we were told because we honestly want to please God. I think that there are two things, maybe even more than two. At that time, we just didn't want to go to hell. Because the approach at that time was that we, the person will tell you, I don't want you to go to hell. You cannot go to hell. And they'll explain to you everything that has to do with hell. But very few people knew that even though hell is involved, it was more than that. What we wanted those people or ourselves to do is to know him. So we spent so much time in the past in hell that we forgot to share with the people the love of God. To share that God created us. That we were born that day because God chose that day. That God had an assignment for all of us.
So we knew a God that was judging us. We knew a God that wanted us out of hell, but it was never explained the part of the relationship with God. And one of the things that the Bible, I always wonder, and I, I want you to wonder also, because I think this is really, really important. Um, I want you to think about this Bible verse. Matthew 7, 22, 23, what it says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name? I cast out demons in your name. And I done many wonders in your name. And then the Lord will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lowliness. Lowlessness. So the question is, what is happening here? That there will be people that prophesy, that people that will cast out demons. People that will do miracles, signs, and wonders. And the Lord will say, depart from me because I don't know you. Think about it. And you know what the problem is? That we all think that we are okay. But the Bible said, by the fruits, you will know. What are your fruits? So what's going here? What's going on here? When the Lord, you stand before the Lord and the Lord is going to say those things to me. Have you wondered of, have you ever asked yourself, Lord, what are you saying? Or just because we go to church and we give tithes and offerings, we think we're okay. And maybe some of us that are servants of God in, in, in ministry, because everybody's in ministry, but in a position that God has given us, we say, oh, but I am doing everything he's telling me to do. And we put it to the side. What is your passion for God? Where is your passion for God?
Am I rapture ready? Lord, why are you saying to these people that prophesy, cast out demons? They had signs and wonders. At this time, in, in, in this season that we're in, we need to be careful with signs and wonders. Because many will come in his name to say, and they're not from God. And it is your responsibility to seek God and seek you, uh, search your heart. But it's also your responsibility to tell everybody else. Don't think, we cannot think that because we don't commit a sin, we are okay. I am a good person. I love everybody. I help the poor. I do this and I do that. Are you doing what God called you to do? And I believe here when... when um, when the Lord uh, tells these men, the servants of God, depart from me. I believe that there were so many people probably were casting out demons when God didn't call them to do that. You see, to cast out demons, you have to have a special grace and a special anointing from God. It's the same to prophesy. It's the same. It is not that we cannot do it. Because we are all called to do that. It is when you make yourself a minister to do that. When you label yourself a minister, that's a whole different story. But we are all called to do it. I have a question then. He's talking about prophets. He said, in your name, we prophesy. So, if it was not God who was prophesying, if it was not the power of the Holy Spirit who was prophesying, think about it. You see, these are things that are happening now and we need to know. You need to know so you can share with others. So these people that were prophesying, who was prophesying? It wasn't the, the Holy Spirit. These people that were casting out demons, who was doing it? It was the Holy Spirit. I want you to think about it because this is happening now. And you don't want to be deceived. And God is telling them, 
If you want to be close to me, depart from iniquity. Where is your passion? Are you willing to die for Christ? Are you willing to do whatever it takes? Where is your passion? Is he the center of your life? Or are we the, the people that bring him when there is a problem? What is your fire for God? What is your passion? When you have that passion for Christ, and when we're looking for his return, one of the things that is going to happen, okay, when there is the fire of God and the passion, we start looking for his return. These are the things that are going to happen to you and me. Number one, it's going to cost you and me to think and search our heart and do whatever it takes before the Lord to surrender to him. When there is that fire and that passion, the first thing that you're looking for is his return. Instead of the world being afraid because Jesus is coming, I believe that you should not be afraid that Jesus is coming if you have surrendered totally your life to him. And if he is your fire, if he is your passion, if he everything to you, I don't think that you should be afraid. Because we're not talking about all of this because we want you to be afraid. What we want you to do is to sit at his feet and fellowship with him. Are you waiting for his return or are you afraid? I'll tell you this, if you are afraid, you need to go and you need to bow before him
maybe surrender your life. Maybe you need to ask him, Lord, why do I feel this way? Maybe you only know him as a savior. Maybe you never knew him as a provider. Maybe he's just what it is, a savior for you. Maybe you never knew him as a father. And now he wants us to move up because he wants us to see him as a husband. Each one of those stages in life provides you with certain things we need. When we came to him, we saw him as our savior. Eventually, we started learning that he was also a provider as he was providing. Then a father. And every step of the way, we are learning different characteristics in him that we need in order for us to grow up to be healthy healthy in Christ. Are you looking for his return? And I'm telling you today, if there is fear in you or on anyone, this is not just for you, but for you to help others. If there is fear, you need to pray with that person. Because I believe that if there is fear, it's because you are not 100% sure that he is your savior. Because there shouldn't be any fear. Not, not fear at all, because God you know him because when he tells you to do something you obey when he asks you for a task you just do it you think about him 24 7. if you're driving the only thing that is in your mind is him when you're eating at the table, that plate of food, you're thinking about him because in your heart, you are grateful that you have something to eat. When you go to the store and you get a sale, you know that he's watching after you. Is that who you are? Or he's just a God that you come to when you have a need. It should not be no fear that he's coming. And that is developed through a relationship with God. 
and you need to share with other people and teach them how to have a relationship with God by talking to him 24 seven. Is he in your mind 24 seven? Do you talk to him about everything? Even do you ask questions like sometimes I say, Lord, please forgive me, but I'm going to ask this question because you're the only one that can answer the question. And even if you don't answer, it's okay, but I needed to share what is in my heart. He already knew what was in my heart, but I still share. Is he your all? Do you obey when he asks you to do something? It's sad to say, but the majority of the people, they just want a God that will resolve their problems. We need to have that fire, that passion for God 24-7. The majority of the people you can ask about their movies, their songs, their this, that, and the other, and they know it all. But they cannot talk about God and their experiences. Are you ready? Are you ready? Is your life pure before him? First John 3, 3 says, and everyone who has this hope in him, purify himself just as he is pure. When we are looking for his coming, we will always be ready. When you invite some, someone to your home, you go home the night before and you clean the house because you want everything to be spotless. My question is, how is your spiritual house. How is your spiritual house? This is a journey. And this is a journey for you. And this is a journey for me. And this is we have to work at this relationship every single day. This is not something that you go once a week and talk to God. This is a relationship that it is 24 seven.
my question is, are you ready to, um, let's see, are you ready not to feel fear? I just want you to know that there's so many people. I believe this is my opinion, okay? And I believe that the problem we have fear is because we know inside our heart that something is not right with God, that some that he's not first. I believe it with all my heart. I believe it with all my heart that the reason we have fear is because we know that we know that he's not first in our life. But when he's first, there is a peace that passes all understanding. I want you to have a prophetic word that I want to read to you. I'm going to read part of it. You can read the rest at uh, ministry. At, you can go to Facebook. I posted there. It's long, but it's going to encourage you. Uh, there are many, many, many millions of people that are afraid about what's coming. This is an awesome opportunity for us to come in and share the gospel. Remember, if you have fear, it's because something is not right. Because fear is lack of love. And the only way for you to increase the love for God, it is by spending time in his word and fellowshipping with him. There is no other way. So fear and love cannot be together. And if you fear and you experience that, I have experienced that in the past, but as I have come to know him, everything has changed. But remember that maybe you and me are not the only one that have fear. There are millions of people that are afraid. And I believe with all my heart that God is telling us today, this is the time for us to witness to the people. Because somehow, somewhere in their walk with the Lord, there is an emptiness. Something is out of place. And we can come in and we can share the gospel. We can share the love of God. You can explain to them what it is the love of a father, what is it is, it is the love of a savior, what it is now God is calling us to be. The bride, he's coming for the bride, so we, he's going to be our husband. And we need to prepare for the husband that is coming. 
So I believe this is an awesome and a blessing and opportunity for you and me to witness to others. I am going to read a part of this prophecy. It's quite long, so you can read the rest, but I'm going to read a part that I thought that was very, very uh, encouraging for us. Abba Father reveals that there is not a person in this world that knows and loves you like I do. Even those that are nearest and dearest to your heart can see all that I see when I look at you. I was there the moment you were conceived in your mother's womb, rejoicing over you with singing, pondering all the good plans I had determined for your life. I hand pick your parents in order for you to have the exact DNA that was needed to fashion you into the wonderful creature that you are. I imagine the talents and gifts that I wanted to see manifested through you, the color of your skin, the hair, and the eyes, even the desires that will begin to spring up from deep within you were placed before by my hand. I consider all the mistakes that you will make and the sins that you will be committed against you. And I built within you and your life circumstances the stuff that was needed to assure that through me, you would not only overcome the difficulties, but thrive through them and find that I have brought you into a greater good. I work everything in advance so that you will be able to glorify me in all things together for your good. I ordain a specific place for you in this world, a place to be born, a place to build a home, a place to make your unique impact for my kingdom. There are people that I have created with you in mind. In my infinite wisdom and understanding, I considered all people through all eternity and how I will position my chosen ones in my body to be needed together as one. I have created you to operate in unity with your brothers and sisters, with my other surrendered one. You often feel incomplete. At times you feel that you're missing a major piece of something important to sustaining the joy in your life. This is my doing. I place the longing with all my children for fellowship. I have made you but one part of a whole. In me, you can find your missing links 
In me, you will be led to safe, to sweet comfort and relief, as you learn to keep pace with me more and more. You will begin to be brought into a greater levels of fellowship with my spirit and grow in intimacy with my son. You will begin to understand how precious you are in my sight. When you know me, you will know that you are loved with an everlasting love. The sin-stained sin world will lose its power over you. You will no longer see people in the same shadows, but instead you will begin to view them in the light of my love. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Because you're the one that made us, created us. You were there. You choose our parents. You choose everything that is going on. Even the people that we need to fellowship with. And we really thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this revelation about us knowing you as a husband. It's not impossible for us. Because we're going to seek you. It's a new level in you. And I believe, Lord, that we will be healed from circumstances from the past that we have gone through, Lord. I'll believe, Father God, that as we know you as our husband, we will be set free once and for all. The new revelation of you being our husband, Father God, will set the captives free, will bring healing and wholeness, will bring even direction, bring reconciliation and restoration to our lives, especially those that of us, Father, that have gone through difficult times concerning marriages. Lord, you want to heal us so we can see you as our husband, that we will love you the way that you want us to love you, Father, and we give you praise for that. Lord, we thank you for tonight, but I pray for everyone that is listening and those that will listen at a later day, Lord. If you're going through a difficult time, if you're fearful because Jesus is coming, if you have a doubt that you are really born again, that Jesus is number one in your life, today is your day. Today is the day of redemption. Today is the day of restoration. And the only thing that you need to do, Lord, Father God, is to yield your life to the mighty God of Israel. You need to, Father God, surrender the desires, our plans to you, 
Lord, forgive us for making plans that are not of you. Mm. For buying stuff that it is not of you. For being in fellowship with people that are not of you. Today we ask you to, we and we ask you to forgive us, Father God. Please forgive us. Forgive us for those sins that we commit. That sometimes we think they're not important, but they're important to you. Because of the journey that you have called us into. We are different, Father God. We are different. Yes, we are different, Lord. You have set us apart with a plan and a purpose. So tonight, Lord, I choose to let fear go of my life in Jesus' name. And I celebrate your coming. As every day, I am ready to see you face to face. Thank you for the fire of God that is in us. Thank you for the passion to tell others, Lord. As you sent us and put these people in our path, Father, to speak to them. Because many, they just recited a prayer. They're not born again. Thank you for giving us the opportunity, Father. Thank you. Father, we surrender. Circumcise our heart. Heal our mind. Especially in this process to you as a husband, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for everyone that is listening. Remember, God created you. And inside of you, it is his DNA. It's part of the journey sometimes to wonder. But as soon as we know, we come back and sit at his feet and surrender to him again. Remember, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And above all things in this season, he wants us to know him as our husband. And we shall do whatever it takes to know him as the husband, the love of our life, our master. In Jesus' name, Lord, I declare everyone change, transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Father, bless their homes. Bless their homes. Where there is chaos, Father, bring peace. That they will always remember to put you first before they take make decisions. Before they get together with people, before they speak on the phone, before anything they do, that they will ask you, is this of you, Father? Our only desire is to please you. And for us to know without a doubt that we are eager to see you face to face and that there is no fear in us. In Jesus' name, 
be blessed. Have a blessed week, you, your family, and until next Friday, God bless. And remember, talk to the Lord. Ask him about this new level of love. Seek him. I will, because this is new to me also. Maybe I'll share next week. Maybe you have something to share. If you have something to share, write to us. Let us know. Because unity in this time is very, very important. God bless you.
Everything that is between 